Today, Joyce and I, we jump into this uh, phenomena called rituals. And if you think about rituals, most of us tend to think about family. It may be vacationing at the beach the same time each year. It may be using special holidays to bring the entire family together for a meal. It can be literally sitting on a deck after dinner every day, having kind of a debrief that connects the family even closer. So we shift this away from family and look at organizational rituals that hope uh, to soothe an organization and strengthen uh, those areas that make the company successful. So uh, hopefully you'll take some nuggets away from today's conversation and uh, let's get started. So come on in, grab a snack, welcome. Hey, Bob. Hey, Joyce. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm laughing uh, because we have broken a ritual of ours, which we usually meet on Tuesday mornings, and now we've shifted to Wednesday. And so, people, we were saying how much that throws us and how mm. much we don't like it. And then I began to talk about uh, family rituals that are comforting, that will do when we're having a service for my husband that died, a celebration of his life. And there's certain things we'll do. I'll make a huge bowl of popcorn, huge. I always do. And then we're going to tell stories about David. But that we often do. I would, And I've made t telling stories mandatory, by the way. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you have to start a ritual with a little oomph behind it. But also talking about... Um, Several of my adult kids that have patterns of, of their life are changing, and the rituals are muddied because of COVID primarily. And I'm just you're thinking of how many people had certain rituals, habits. You know, a ritual is like a more satisfying habit. Well, I've I've heard the difference between a habit and a ritual is that uh, the um, idea of a ritual is that you bring uh, uh, focus and intention, you know, and so a, a habit you just do. Well, that yeah. ritual that you just described, I don't know what your intention was, but it was deliberate and uh, intentional. Yeah, doing well, the, the, the point was that we don't, we don't often get together with our whole family, maybe every other year at best. So we need to tell stories to get enough grit about our lives that we say, oh yeah, I know Luca. His hair <laughs> his hair grows so fast he has to cut it every other week. Yeah. I, like that is what give but so that's why the storytelling. And, yeah. and and you know, and then I'll make people ask questions too. They love me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think let's start with family rituals. Uh there's one that uh, in hindsight, I, I don't even know if I appreciated as much at the time. Uh, the same date every year, my wife and I, and then our family would go to the Jersey Shore. And it literally had to be, you know, the last week in July mm -hmm. uh, to like the beginning part of August. And we did it for 45 years. 
and yeah. we lived in a house without air conditioning and it was kind of uncomfortable, but we ended up loving it. And I look back and think that ritual is so defining for us as a family. Mm -hmm. um, and then for, and for many families, Thanksgiving is, and even if, you know, what crazy uncle goes cuckoo. Uh, and that's why my Christmas ritual with kids now spread out over, they'll call me at a certain time and say, are you now doing this? And I'll say, yes, I am. <laughs> so it holds, and um, I'm thinking really about the comfort and the security that ritual brings. And I'm wondering, I'm remembering uh, organizational rituals or retreats that that they came, that they occurred regularly were comforting. And I wonder sure. now everybody's having to make new ones. So uh, I, I wonder how many rituals are still left after well, the COVID hubbub. Yeah, I, I mean, so I in preparing for this conversation, which we created five minutes before we came on, I thought about uh, well, my because time. Because we were talking about the importance of it to us. Rituals, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I look at little, what I think are little insignificant things that made a huge difference. There was a group of us at Hannaford that we would show up in the cafeteria at the same table with our cups of coffee and our English muffins at 7.15. Yeah. Uh, and Amos would hold court. And it was just a ritual that that's how we started our day. And it it was so soothing and so comforting and it was informative. I mean, and, but it was funny. I mean, that habit, someone say it's a habit. No, it wasn't a habit. We wanted it and we did it with intention. And, uh, yeah. and with a certain, however, for me, you know, my, I love yeah, a cup of coffee is my, a cup is yes. my, my chalice. My red cup is my chalice. Um, well, and I'm thinking that uh, once again, at Hannaford, there was an annual, retreat for leadership yeah. retreat. and it actually had great themes because the fundamental thing is what do you want to work on this year ceo to move the needle and then we would design around that so it was always meaty yeah and, but the there were all kinds of rituals just the idea of that but who gets there early and who stays up too late drinking too much a little bit too much to drink uh, who, who's in who's in the swimming pool at 3 a.m in the morning i hope <laughs> not you and i hope i never did that i was like <laughs> hr cop oh yeah. oh not only that but that that was work for us yeah but uh, anyway you know. um and i remember when uh, hanford was quote acquired even though it kind of refused to be acquired i immediately I had the funniest reaction. I said, oh, I hope we don't have to change our logo. <laughs> and I meant it. Oh, yeah. And I said it in a meeting of the people, you know, I was doing synergy work and all that. Um, right. You know, a, a ritual that, uh, that had a lot of meaning to me as well uh, were uh, around opening a new store. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there'd be that that last walkthrough and celebration before you open the doors and cut mm. the ribbon. And and I think that ritual of walking the store and just 
feeling the energy that's about to be unleashed. Um, I mean, it seems odd. I'm talking about a grocery store, but to yeah. me, that was an that was a really important ritual. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'll never forget. <laughs> we were opening a store in Southport, North Carolina. And so I got up early and I wanted to be in that store two hours before it opened to practice that ritual and to acknowledge the, the, the mm. leadership in that store. And it was dark and I'm in the parking lot. It must've been about six o'clock in the morning. And uh, I'm walking in and there's a worker there uh, who obviously worked through the night to get something repaired or done. And he looked at me and he said, hey, sir. And I looked at him and I said, oh, don't worry about it. The lights go out by themselves. And he looked at me and he said, does the trunk go down by itself? <laughs> and I thought to myself, oh, you dumbass, you. <laughs> but, but all the way to say, that, you know, whether it's a annual uh, purposeful retreat, a cup of coffee at the same time every morning or uh, you know, the new store walkthrough ritual, uh, they were not only comforting, but they were really important. Well, and I'm thinking of, you know, meetings. I always felt that my group didn't want to meet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to think whether I didn't want to meet. No, I wanted to meet with our group. But um, the importance of it, when if I gave that up, it was no good. So that how to connect on a regular basis and have it be a security structure that there is a rhythm you can count on. You can count on Sunday dinner at one. You can count on a staff meeting on Tuesdays, and Joyce will start with something weird and have a junk food fest day, but we can count on her, me, for that. So I think the count onableness matters a lot. Oh yeah. And I, I think as I think about this conversation today, all families and all organizations, they have rituals. And some are intentional, some are based in legacy and the history of the company. Mm -hmm. But the big takeaway for me is as a leader, particularly if you're a new CEO, is to be very present to what those rituals are and be in a place to encourage new rituals based on uh, where the company's going. The, the, the meetings that you talked about in terms of the annual leadership getting away, that, that didn't happen before you came at the company. I so, did. Yeah, I so, did. so they didn't exist, but you along with your CEO partnered to create a ritual that um, if you remember, there was a little resistance to going at the beginning, but ultimately it'd be like, what do you mean? Directors aren't invited this year? You know, so I remember the rituals are we had all corporate and all retail, which was wonderful. <laughs> it, it didn't feel like that in the moment, Joyce. <laughs> well, uh, well, that's because it was about budget and marketing. <laughs> <laughs> But I just remember being in retail meetings and then corporate meetings, and I'm thinking the power is bringing those together. Why in the hell yeah. aren't we meeting together? And um, actually, that's when we created partnerships, and it was a huge win. Um, 
and, and I'm thinking, uh, yeah, sometimes you do have to really create them and they don't have to be cute at all. But Brian had never had a communication meeting when I had, yeah, and they really, I couldn't comprehend it. So I said, I promise you, it'll, it'll be great. I promise you, I'll run it. It'll be good. And little by little they grew, but that's it. Now it's certainly a major event and Foodline's one of the best communicated companies that I know of. Yeah. You know, a, a ritual that uh, both of us uh, rem- will remember is uh, at one point uh, the organization became very committed to wellness. Um, you know, it's kind of like the three bottom lines, yeah. uh, the customer, the yeah. business and your employees. And uh we actually created the uh, workout space and uh, the studio to do dance and whatnot. But if you recall, there was a lot of conversation before we did it where we would encourage people to get up and stretch a couple of times a day. Mm-hmm. And the workout remember, really did it. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the, like a little bell would go off. Yeah. And, and it was like, Everyone at the beginning said, oh, we can't do that. People will be in meetings. It's unproductive. Da, 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 da. It, became a, it, it became a ritual. Yeah. That when that bell went off, even if you were in a meeting, you would get up and stretch and arch your back. I mean, that, that's, uh, a, to me, a great example of something that's not very big. Felt a little uncomfortable at the beginning that ultimately it, became, it yeah, that ultimately became a, a cornerstone that demonstrated the organization's commitment to wellness. <laughs> so I, 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 I think that, you know, my takeaway is leaders out there, HR, OD practitioners, um, be conscious and aware of what are the rituals that you're presently uh, doing and, and asking the question, what else could we be doing? Yeah, and what are the new ones? Yeah, I think so working I virtually. One company that does Zoom meetings every Friday, they yeah. share a lot of successes. They play a version of Jeopardy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and uh, they assign different people to be in charge of the fun part of the meeting. And um, they do, they, I don't know if they start with a meditation or end. But that's new ritual, which because right now everybody's trying to make sure that they're empathizing and taking care of the mental health of employees. And there's nothing better than play. For, for sure. Oh, for yeah. Mo- for moving you into your parasympathetic uh, rest, create, whatever. <laughs> rest, well, you create, know, rest, and create. You, you know, you think about a ritual within a ritual. Um, is I think about checking in at the beginning of a meeting, mm. you know, uh, is a ritual. Uh, I worked uh, with yes, it. It's you, so needed. I remember when I inter- introduced that, oh gosh, people hated it. <laughs> I'd say, yeah, well, come uh, on. We're just taking a temperature. I worked with a public utility and I, uh, was consulting with them. I didn't work for them. And I went to a number of meetings and their ritual was to do a check-in around safety. You know, so you you be meeting virtually or over the phone and you have people in Charlotte, you have people in Virginia 
And you'd start every meeting saying, uh, are, are you all in a secure area? Uh, do you know where your exits are? Do you know where your waiting area is uh, if you evacuate? Um, and I thought, boy, this is really weird. And then I started thinking, these are people that go up line. Yeah, linemen that go up on the utility uh, at heights and uh, dealing with electricity in this case. So rituals, they're sometimes the invisible fabric of an organization, but it's oh so important. Well, I love that. You know, I was once put up in a cherry picker <laughs> at a public utility all the way up. It was the union people hazing me. <laughs> I came to get a meeting and they said, and they said, I said oh, look at the cherry picker. They said, you want to go up in it? I said, is that is that a dare? And they said, yes. I just found a picture of it going through for the family reunion. I was up really, really high. And then they walked away. <laughs> and let's go, there for about let's go get coffee. <laughs> yeah, they really did. And then well, they you- came back and um, I said, guys, you know, the bucket comes up pretty much to your chest level. Or oh, me. yeah. You're exposed. Well, not where Matt, I mean, I said, guys, you can leave me up here if you want, but I really need to use the restroom. <laughs> so I said, you can, you know, bring me down or I can assume this is the restroom. And said, that's how I got in with the union. I won yeah, that little battle. I, well, I, to me, I'm, I'm going to suggest that might have been a rite of passage. The, that you're welcome. A rite of passage. It definitely was. And that, in effect, is a ritual. And they're uh, very important. And you know when you've failed it or passed it. That's a good topic to come back to. Anyhow, soothe your group, your company with rituals. Inspire with rituals. Provide solid ground to stand on with rituals. In this world that's so turbulent, just know that the rituals can ground and support the company in more ways than you can imagine. I have nothing to add. I think that's a great way to end. Let those rituals begin. (laughs) One of the big takeaways, at least for myself from today's conversation, is that our lives, both personally, individually, uh, and then being part of an organization is filled with rituals that uh, kind of sit in the background but have such an important uh, influence on our lives. So hopefully today, uh, pique your interest to be able to look at your own personal rituals, but also those uh, in your professional life. So uh, hopefully that's your takeaway. It was certainly for mine. And so until next time, be well and be safe.